previously on the Infinite Escape Room. Please. Yeah, I want to get to Buddy Holly's remains. I want his glasses. Get us out of this desert. Let me get one between the eyes, you fuck. Bear gets up, wipes the piss from his moustache. He's got a moustache now? Easy to shoot them and knife them. I feel like that's going to get, get taken out of context. Yeah. <laughs> And welcome to the Infinite Escape Room, the puzzling podcast where a gaggle of geographically diverse chums come together, solve an escape room of the ears, and then bugger off to the pub for a drink. My name's Jamie, and I hold the world record for the most live chickens sheared in five minutes. And locked in with me today are a fantastic trio of puzzlers. Words could not do justice. I would not be able to describe them, so I will get them to describe themselves. My name's Mara, and I can instantly guess the flavour of any ice cream just by hearing its name. <laughs> <laughs> Some sort of wizard. I know, it, it, challenge away. It took me a few seconds to, for that to, to yeah, sink in. Sorry. Right, so if I said the word peppermint, how would you... Wait a second. Uh, <laughs> I've been bamboozled. I've been played. <laughs> oh, mine seems much less classy by comparison. Um, yeah, I've created a uh, a, a chili based alternative to anisil. I call it peri perineum. <laughs> oh shit! No, you want to give us your name? <laughs> no, not really. No, you know, I really okay. loved it as well because I, was, I thought the whole thing in the shower this morning. I thought, oh yeah, this is good, and phew, totally forgotten the whole thing. All I remember is peri perineum, so I panicked. Anyway, hello, good... I'm Mike. And I had an interesting fact in the shower this morning. Trust me, it was great. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Tony, and uh, my armpit hair is spaghetti. Uh, I forgot that I was supposed to come up with an interesting fact, so that was straight off the dome. Uh, I was waiting to the second bit of that pun. I was like, oh. No, this is not a no, it's just... Uh, are we talking like, yeah. like made of spaghetti or just length and thickness? It's fresh egg pasta comes out of my armpit hair pores. I mean, that's that's a skill. That's You can monetize that. It's more, sure. it's more vermicelli than spaghetti, to be honest. It's very narrow. Okay. I mean, very that's fine. fine. You'd do great in Italy. You'll fit right in. <laughs> Finally, I'll find my people and be accepted as a part of society. Because I tell you what, people in the UK don't like it. They do not like it when you're in the changing room and they see you know, kilos of raw spaghetti falling out of your armpits. Ah, bunch of prudes. Yeah. Shave and feast, my friends. Shave and feast. <laughs> the weird wow. thing is that I sweat marinara, yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> I don't, what the fuck am I talking about? I, I want to dig into this a little bit more, Tony. So I like that, that, that was the, that's the weird thing, the sweating marinara. The spaghetti armpit here, fine. <laughs> totally normal. I mean, it's pretty inert, right? You'd have to get very close to smell it, but that, that marinara sauce is strong. You know, I get off the bike. People ask questions. It's it's, and you'd look like a man flensed. Like you'd literally look like a man flensed if you sweated marinara. That's true. Yeah, that is a spicy meatball. <laughs> Going for a run and having a little red trail on the track behind. At least, it's, at least it's not a rabbiata. Let's put it that way. Um, yeah, exactly. It also gives you a red trail. Peri peri name. By now, <laughs> uh, combine the store. two ideas. That's a spinner right there. Available now at Boots. Yeah, <laughs> and your nearest Nando's. Like. We're actually starting on alternative to Hello Fresh, garnered entirely from my bum cream and the things that we harvest off Tony. Dear listener, this podcast would not be possible without our rotating gallery of bullshit sponsors. And <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Timu. That's spelled T-E-A-M-O-O. Offering the finest beef-flavoured teas on the market. Fancy a relaxing ribeye rubos? How about a chak chai? Or if you're feeling particularly saucy, indulging in a luxury sirloin souchong. 
And of course, we cater for our vegan friends. So for those who don't like the taste of chunky bovril, we have our exclusive jackfruit jasmine. Our beef teas are made from the finest British prime cuts blended with only the finest tea leaves stolen from former British colonies. It's so goddamn British, it's wearing a pith helmet and acquiring artefacts for the British Museum. Order now and you'll get a free butcher's blend apron with authentic blood spatters. Well, whose is it? Don't ask. It's more than divine. It's bovine. (laughs) It's quite upsetting, that one. (laughs) I felt very pleased with myself with that. That's really put me off. Yeah. Chunky Bovril is my favourite 70s racist comedian. <laughs> <laughs> but, but also this podcast wouldn't be possible if not for the love and support of our wonderful army of patrons. You keep us off the streets and on the air. And this week's episode is brought to you by Dave LeCompte, Hill Burton, Jem McPhillamy and Helen Bailey. I love you all. You make me feel like dancing. Want to dance the net away. And, of course, if you want your name to be included in this wonderful list, then consider joining our Patreon program over at patreon.com slash the infinite escape room, where for as little as a pound a month, you can get early access to episodes and unlock bonus content that we don't show to the common folk, especially the unedited episodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so here's how the show works. Well, I didn't. You made it sexy, not me. <laughs> I, could, I could hear your eyebrows in that. It was like... That's how you get people to subscribe, though. It's almost like an OnlyFans at that point, right? (laughs) Ah, This is good. For once, an episode where I did not mention the OnlyFans first. (laughs) Thank you, Mary. Sorry. Sorry. You've been dropping it often enough now, Jamie, that I'm pretty sure you've either set one up without telling us and you're trying to gently warm us up to the idea. (laughs) Go to OnlyFans.com slash Tia underscore podcast to see... (laughs) Just various pictures. Just the of, pasta. <laughs> just various close-ups of, of Mike's forehead when he's deep in <laughs> Just that furrowed brow. Or is it an eye? <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> Thanks, Jamie. Shiny, <laughs> shiny instant, fold. Instant riches. So here's how the show works. Each week, one of us represent a part of the Infinite Escape Room, a Mobius curve of puzzles, themes, and dubious IP infringement, seamlessly linking into one another in an endless escape experience adventure. I'll be bringing the puzzle this week, while Mari, Mike, and Tony will be trying to solve it. And if they don't manage it within the time given to them, then dire consequences shall befall them. And of course, escaping is thirsty work. So after each puzzle, we take a step halfway off infinity into the puberverse. We'll find a cosy boozer for a pint and a bit of a chat. That's the premise, folks. Are you ready? Yes! Excelsior! Then let's enter the Infinite Escape Room. Last time. After failing to recognise that you're on the set of a TV show, you find yourself wandering through the totally real and not suspicious desert with bare bloody grills. After what feels like 40 days and 40 nights of sweltering heat and bare grills swigging piss at every opportunity, you spot a roughly made lean-to in the distance. It could be a mirage but you think, fuck it, anything's better than this. So you wait until Bear is distracted by a particularly good vintage of sparkling urine and then run into the ramshackle building, only to find that inside it's a small workshop. You turn around to see if Bear Grills has followed you, but the outside is transformed into a bustling medieval German town. Suddenly, a pale-looking fella with a long beard and not much neck blusters in. Hey, hope it's me, Johann Gutenberg. What made Britain fresh in that? <laughs> You sweaty fucks must be the apprentices I ordered. Great, there's no time to lose. I've got the poop right in my ass after my last Britain job. Well, I opened up cold and conical headed no nuts on account of the fact that he wears a coat and he's got no testicles. Now he's got fucking Spanish Inquisition all over my workshops. I need you lot to work the print for the next issue of the Mains Gazette. 
It's just the one page, but I need you to put some really salacious stuff in it to fuck up his popiness's grab for power. But you gotta make it subtle. If this gets back to me, we're all gonna fucking swing for it. Right, I've got some authentic German I'll put on stove at home upstairs, so I'm off. <laughs> Inquisition's probably on its way, so we need to be gone in the next 40 minutes. When you're done, pop newspaper through tube system and I'll come inspect it. If you need help, write me a note, pop it through tube and all. Ta-da! He disappears through the door and blusters off upstairs. Looking around the room, you can see that there is uh, the door, uh, next to which is a tube delivery mechanism. Along the one wall is a printing press. Uh, near the opposite corner is a desk. Uh, toward the centre of the room, there is a smeltery, and there's a rack of type letters on the far wall. And as uh, Johann Gutenberg himself has said, you've got about 40 minutes to get the latest issue of the Mainz Gazette printed before the Spanish Inquisition comes. Your time <laughs> starts now. What would you like to do? It's got to be the desk, right? First thing you're doing an escape room. 100%. Let's open yep. that desk. So you walk up to, to Gutenberg's desk and the desk is completely cluttered with ink rollers, quills, papers, pamphlets and various threatening missives from the clergy. Uh, there's a small depression on the left side of the desk in which is carved the words, Weigh me down in God's glory. Oh God, give me lots of it. Thrice and thrice again. You do spot one of the letters on top of the pile uh, is labelled Index Liborum Prohibitarum and contains a list of texts that have been forbidden by the church. The paper, as you might expect, is gloriously gilded in that ostentatious, in-your-face way the Catholic Church is famous for. And there's also two drawers beneath the desktop. Um, it's a coffee-stained, probably not coffee-stained, tea-stained uh, piece of paper. Um, is that stained with beef tea? It is indeed. How did you know? Uh, yeah, just, just a guess. Um, and it says in various text, uh, various colours in a sort of Germanic script, by order of His Holiness Pope Eugene, the following manuscripts have been banned on penalty of death. Religio Medici by Thomas Brown, Meditations by René Descartes, Analis et Historiae de Rebus Belgi Belgicis, Belgi Belgicis, I don't know, I don't speak Latin, Hugo does that say Grotius? Or... I, th I think it's Grotius, yeah. Grotius. I was like, is that Grollins? Is he related to Henry? <laughs> Paradise Lost uh, by John Milton. Judicial Lexicon of Imperial and Canon Law by John Calvin. Uh, essays by Michel de Montaigne. And The Reasonableness of Christianity as Delivered in the Scriptures by John Locke. Cool. Beautifully read. Thank you. And there, oh, also there's a um, sort of uh what's the word illumination of uh saint possibly jesus doing the little two fingers sign not flicking the v's um he probably uh, he probably he's was also holding, holding a handbag he's holding a, a very attractive little purse a clutch i think <laughs> is how i would describe it um yes and a beautiful robe with a halo with like oranges in it or something I yeah think jesus was a big orbs, fan of oranges absolutely <laughs> Big citrus guy. Um, I've always, I've always said that. <laughs> cool. Okay. Never caught a cold, Jesus. That's in the scripture. Vitamin C. <laughs> Absolutely. Vitamin <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Even when he was out in the desert, it gets cold overnight. <laughs> That's it. Vitamin Christ. Um, uh, what was I going to say, Jamie? Have you been playing Pentiment? I have Is not. Well, I, I want oh, okay. to. Okay. We'll talk about to. it in the pub. We'll talk about yes. it in the pub. Um, cool. Uh, okay. So we've got... Something I want to point out. Um, in this thing that you've shared, weigh me down in God's glory, oh God is spelled A-U like ah. cannibal symbol for gold. Mm. I just want to throw it's that got... out there. Oh, oh you're thinking about the gold. Various, 
there's various capitalized letters. Mm, maybe. So God's glor- glory. True. So G A O God, uh, and then the L of lots is also uppercase. I don't know if that's relevant. Hmm. Um, oh yeah. Or is this is a Spanish thing? Yeah. Um, all the stuff that's not really. uppercase W, multiple G's, but then one of them it could just be uppercase because that's how they wrote God. Um, A U for gold is good. God, lots of it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay. Cool. Um, Let's look again at this. Uh, if Catholic Church has taught me, taught me anything, that uh, you've got to spell God with a capital G, otherwise you'll come fuck you Absolutely. Up. And whenever you're using a pronoun that refers to God, Jesus, or the Holy Spirit, it's got to be H or H, capital H-E or capital Y-O-U. Oh, yeah. It's always the... See, whoever said this wasn't educational. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> In of Catholic school, not, uh, went to, not gone to waste. Isn't it funny <laughs> when you get, like, super conservative Americans who are like, there's no pronouns in the Bible, you're like, yeah, there's loads of them, man. <laughs> like hundreds, probably at least hundreds. Um, well, there goes our fundamentalist uh, American religious <laughs> listeners. Oh, there oh. you go. So we've also got a rack of letters, Smeltry, and the press itself. Yeah, sorry, before we do um, that, can we just... Yeah, sorry, well, Jamie, um, did you say that this was kind of goldy leafied? Uh, yeah, this is well. sort of gilded. Mm. I just, like, I wonder, yeah. well, it's because what you said with the AU and the way yeah. me down, I wonder if we might need to weigh some gold. Just mm. purely out of buggeriness, can I stick the piece of parchment in the little hole on the desk? Uh, yeah, you, you place it, you scrunch it up, damaging a historical artifact in the process. <laughs> um, but yeah, nothing happens. You've okay. just got a, a crumpled up missive from the Pope now. I'll, I'll decrumple it just in case it's worth a few bob on eBay. Lovely. You have a decrumpled, a slightly creased uh, missive. Um, quick question: Do we have a set of scales or anything on this desk? Did I? You have a look around. Not? You can't see any scales, as far as you can see. Mm. Weigh me down in God's glory, oh God! Give me lots of it, thrice and thrice again. So there's some, we're, we're going to do something three times and then three more times, six, six times. I have a feeling it's weighing gold. Quite possibly. Going on a quite possibly. <laughs> um, okay, should we take a look at the smelt tree? That is a fun word to say. It is, isn't it? It is. Hmm. Uh, yes, so it's quite a small smeltery, just big enough to cast um, a single character in, like, because it's you know, print and press, the movable type. You can cast uh, single letters into the small smeltery at a time. There's a small but blazing hot fire, uh, on top of which is a crucible for melting metals. Uh, there's also a blank clay mould that can be used to carve symbols, uh, and then you pour the metal into them. Um, above the smeltery is a little note that's pinned to the wall with a knife. Um... Hey, Orc chaps, this t- new type of metal oh, no. thing is cutting-edge stuff. <laughs> I can't do that, guys. So don't fuck up the recipe. And remember, the crucible only holds 10 lots worth of metal. And keep it secret, we don't want the church sniffing round again. You can't ban progress, Eugene, you prick. <laughs> and then at the bottom of that note, then, um, you see this. Oh, Interesting. We got some. We've got some letters, some pairs of letters, which look like they're probably the initials of the authors. Yeah, they are. Um, oh yeah. The and then there's uh, pairs of numbers with them. So like one comma one, five comma three, one comma eleven. Um, this is one so of those like book ciphers, right? You know, like word one, yeah. letter one, oh, word two, letter. Sure. I, I think, yeah. So John John Milton one one would be PL maybe. Uh, uh, HG Wait. would be. I'm, I'm thinking oh, of the index in the right. book title um, by letter oh, number. Yeah. Then they've got some of them have got. They they've all got a pair of numbers, but some of these book titles have got like multiple words. True. 
So maybe it's like word in the title and then oh, count the number of oh. That one, it would be, for JM, it'd be first word, first Oh, letter. I see. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So P, I guess. P. Yeah, that makes sense. And then the second one is HG53. So we Hugo have a by Hugo, who we don't know how to pronounce his surname. Grollins. <laughs> Anna Annals et Historiae de Rebus Belgicis. So um, B. Five and three. B? Yep. Uh, so PB, which is the symbol for lead, by the ooh. way. Oh, my God. How much of this have you... Into- Are you one of these people who carries around, like, uh, an indexed <laughs> alphabet and a full periodic table in there? Yeah, I didn't realise that you brought a fucking chemist on board. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is such a like experienced escape room a thing to have just kind of, like, burned into your head. <laughs> I mean, how many times has it come from an escape room, guys? At least one in five yeah. escape rooms. <laughs> I've, I've, Murray, you don't know this about me, but the other two do that. I've never been to an escape room. Uh, done a lot of these. Why? And I, I, it's not, I'm not opposed to them. They sound like really good fun. I've just never, it's just never come up. Um, people keep oh asking to do God. other stuff. Oh my God, you're missing I know, out. I know, I know. Yeah, look, you don't, you don't have to tell me. Um, uh, when the pub, I was going to ask what your favourite room is, but nope, never mind. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, odd. The bedroom. Oh, Yeah. Oh, there it is. Um, RV is Descartes and 111. It's only one word, which is meditations, which is 11 letters. So it's S, I believe. F, so um, PBS. JC is John Calvin, Jean Covin. Uh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, juicy crust. Um, six, <laughs> word, six word, one, two, three, four, five, six. Canon, third letter, N. N. So we have PBSN. PBSN. Uh, MDM. Michael de Montaigne. Uh, one, two, so S, S in essays, <laughs> and then J, L is lock, second word, eighth letter, reasonableness, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, I believe that's B. <clears throat> what, 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 what have we got? Well, it then? doesn't spell anything. What have we got? Could you, would you mind reading them out, please? P, B, S, N, S, B. P, B, S, N, S, S, B. Which is a palindrome in letter form, mm-hmm. but without being a word, and is also the sound you make to encourage oh. a cat to come over. <laughs> Should we say it out loud and see if any cats come out? Hang on, hang on. Is that is that palindrome? Does it not start with a P? It's not a full. Oh, piss! Yeah. Okay. Ignore me. It's missing. Ignore. It's missing one off the end. Oh. Sorry, Collins. To oh. you're this your failing drone. So we have all these <laughs> random letters, by the way. Should we go and look at that letter press on the wall and see if those letters Hell yeah. connect or something? Let's uh, so look yeah. at the the wall rack of the letters. Is it? Cool. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, so you. Go over to the far wall, and you see that there's a long rack against that back wall where oh. the, the different letters are stored. There are no letters on there at the moment, and you can see that they are spaced, so that there's, there's space for individual letters, um, so that they're evenly spaced along the wall. Oh, okay. So some, some of these, Jamie's just pasted a kind of grid in, and some of the uh, boxes are empty and or, or white, and some of them are hatched. And it's kind of in a zigzag pattern. So it's three mm. squares high and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, yeah. ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen across. It starts with a white, uh, empty white square in the top left corner, and then goes diagonally down and up and down and up again. It's like a really mm. shit game of Tetris. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jamie, are those the blank ones, the ones we can put letters onto, or the hatched ones? The ones. The, the blank ones are do have space to put letters in. Uh, the ones that are hatched are just sort of already filled in. With are we able when to... you say sorry, just quickly, when you say filled in, do you mean they have 
stuff in them. It's just or... like a blank sort of covered over. There's not you can't put right. any letters in those spaces. Okay. Now thirteen across, three down. So there's twenty six letters in the alphabet. So that's two rows of thirteen, and then something else uh, doesn't work. And also, like German alphabet, they got weird extra letters and stuff. You need a whole different block <laughs> for the diacritics. You've got to have oh, a different block for your umlauts, you know? And your, Love a good umlaut. Your, your double S thing that looks like a B. Um, I was in Vienna not that long ago, so this is I picked. I was paying attention, Oren. <laughs> You're very well <laughs> I was going to say, we've waited to drop it into the recording in a busy year. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. It's a very nice city. Vienna's great. <laughs> Definitely go to Vienna. <laughs> Uh, so, Jamie, cool. you said um, that these that the some of them were blanked off in it. Um, are, are we able to like lift up? Is basically is there a letter underneath? I guess is what I'm asking. Uh, no, those are currently sort of fixed to the wall. Those where those hatches represent. Um, you can't really interact with those. They are sort of spaces between gotcha. the little niches where you can put letters in. Okay. Hmm. I feel like we need to find the thirteen letters and put them yeah. in, mm. and like make them in the spell tree and put them in, kind of thing. And we have six letters so far. True. Also, Gutenberg, Johann, not Steve, asked us to write smart about the Pope. Was that was that what he asked for? Salacious put, but subtle, I think, were the words. Salacious but subtle, sorry, not Pope slash fiction. Um, uh, okay, salacious but subtle. Interesting. <laughs> so we've got a bunch of letters. We've got gold. Uh, oh, wait, S N is, is SN silver? No. Not silver. Silver is AG. SN is tin. How right? does everyone know just yeah. what things are? Is it? I think SN is I tin. don't. Note to self, get stupid people on. I don't know that one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the final one, SB, isn't one, though. No, you're probably right. I don't, but PB is definitely lead, yeah, which yeah. is kind of connected because it's like, you know, pencils and all that. Mm. Hmm. Plumbum. That's where it comes from, isn't it? Yeah, I love that um, word. It's a fun word, plumbum. Um, okay. Uh, what have we not looked at in the room? Plum bum. Uh, we haven't looked at the press itself. Yeah. I feel we should. Yeah. Sure. So the printing press itself dominates a large portion of the room. It's a large wooden apparatus with a sort of a conveyor belt below, a huge flat weight that dangles above that's held up with a rope. Directly under the weight is a sort of a frame that contains dozens of metal-type letters. Now, most of the letters for the next edition of the newspaper's front page have already been set. Uh, there are some clear gaps in the frame where you can put letters and words and insert them in. Uh, there's also a sort of a dozen sheets of parchment on the side of the apparatus. Uh, the current text of the newspaper reads, Pope Eugene... Blank his blank today. <laughs> blank should blank him immediately. Uh, I've put that in the chat for your convenience. Um, and the lever that controls the weight itself is locked with a three-digit lock. Mm -hmm. Oh, three digits. Well, we have six letters. Could the six letters translate into three digits, you know, sort of gaps between letters in the alphabet or something like that? I think it's just quite possibly. Give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> is that... I, no, I think, I think give it a go. It's It's... One of those things that would massively overshoot my ability to count because I've run out. I have to do my toes. I think when I had to like get the difference between the two. Uh, I mean, it actually won't work because P and B takes you into double digits, and it's a three-digit lock. But yeah, yeah. Oh, here we go. The gap okay. between. We have to go backwards for the gap. So it's, oh, I suppose I would know you're just measuring the value in yeah in a whole number. Yeah, like A is one. So scratch that. 
but let's look at this one. Jamie, can you add like a really idiotic so. bit in this room just so I can feel like, um, <laughs> yeah, like I'm a boy as well? We've got people who've like internalised the chemical table and can speak languages and stuff. Uh, so, the, Jamie, am I, am I the, allowed to look up chemical symbols to see if SB is something? If you don't need to, but you feel like <laughs> okay, so it's not relevant. Cool. That's that was the question Hold I was down. asking. Mike, uh, um, to, to answer your question, uh, the tube delivery chute, the door where you insert um, papers and messages, is big enough to place your ass and do a fart in if you fancy it. <laughs> oh, so, Jamie, oh, just, I love you so much, pal. Just to give you that sense of achievement, if you want. I would, I would like to go up to that tube and do just a little squirty toot, please. Okay, uh, <laughs> you, you, you open up the tube delivery chute, do a little squirty toot, and a little suction, uh, suction back up. <laughs> oh thanks no! To, thanks to Leonardo da Vinci's prototype pneumatic delivery system. Um, you hear a loud coughing and spluttering from upstairs, and then a minute later, a little note drops back into the chute saying, fuck up. We're not going to get any clues from him now. He's not our friend oh, anymore. I, I feel like we've um, already won. Can I just, uh, be, because I've been burned by Ben many times with this, can, can I just look under the desk, please? Uh, yeah, you look under the desk. There's there's nothing there. Uh, you just okay. see two drawers um, either side ah. of the main part of the desk. Let's open those drawers. Uh, sure. The the so left. The actress to the bishop. The, the, the left. Dreadful. <laughs> mm, um. the, the left drawer um, does not open, uh, but the right drawer does. Uh, it opens freely, and it contains little boxes that house several chunks of metal. Uh, each box is labelled uh. with the name of the element of the the metal, the weight, and the chemical symbol. Interesting. Well thought. Yeah. Excellent. So we have copper, Cu, seven lots, lead, Pb, five lots, tin, Sn, uh. three lots, zinc, Zi, four lots, antimony, Sb. Huh. There you go. Two I did lots. wonder. Oh. Antimony. Uh, iron, Fe, six lots, gold, Au, nine lots. Interesting. Interesting. We do have that gold. So indirectly in that message about weigh me down, it did directly message gold. So regardless of the other six letters we've got, feel like gold's important yeah and i also feel like lead uh tin and antimony are going to get used somewhere oh hang on a minute give me lots of it thrice and thrice again <clears throat> and these are all measured in lots so we need we need six lots of gold not nine somewhere weigh me down in god's glory oh god give me lots of it thrice and thrice again can we just try five three two um, in that lock? Because mm. that would be mm. PBSNFE uh, in that order. Maybe uh, yeah, you put five three two into the three digit lock, okay. and nothing happens. <laughs> no worries. Mm. We have to do something. Mm. Well, nine times three is twenty seven. Give you that one plus three. Love that. <laughs> no calculator use. But we don't have we don't have twenty seven gold. I feel like th thrice and thrice again. It's going to be six. We're, we're going to need to put six lots of gold somewhere, but I don't know. I mean, it's weighing something down, right? There was wasn't there a dangling weight on the press? Was that right or over? Uh, there's a there's a dangling weight above the press. Uh, the the place where you saw that text was in a, a sort of a small depression on the left side of the desk. Oh, well then, can we put six lots of gold in that little depression, please? Uh, certainly. You place uh, the gold sample on the indentation on the desk, and the door below swings open, and a cascade hey. of nice. metal-type letters falls out and spills over the floor, several alphabets worth. Uh, and scratched into the wood Sick. on the back of the door is the, the following message. So this says it's got three arrows pointing to the right, and above each arrow, the first one says T-I-S-N. 
The next one says W-E-G-T-E-E, and the last one says O-H-V, or Tizen Wegti Orv, which I don't think is German, but I could be wrong. Um, and each has an arrow. Oh, I just had an idea that maybe Wait. it's like on your keyboard, you know, like to the to the right of the letter T is Y. And I was like, oh, it's going to make a word, but it doesn't. I took it to the end of the first one. I got like Y O, <laughs> but then S is D, and yeah. Uh, you have about uh, half your time <laughs> remaining. You're doing oh, very so well. Clever as well. Nice. S N. I'm just looking at the symbols and trying to the chemical symbols and seeing if they oh, match yeah. up. This, but I don't think they do. No, none of them end in a, like a double letter for E. No. Um, hmm. That arrow that's pointing. Those arrows, Jamie. Mm-hmm. Did you say this was on the back of the door? Um, it's carved just into the, the the sort of the okay the cabinet holy draw thing itself. Hmm. And are those arrows pointing? Like, if I follow the line of those arrows with my eyes in the room, do they point to something else? In um, the room? Nothing in particular. No. Okay. Fine. Um, hmm. And you said that we got just a butt ton of letters. Yeah, several like alphabets whole... worth. There's an absolute <sighs> fuckload. Love that. Love that. So we can use that to fill in the sort of zigzag yeah. thing on the wall hmm. when we get to that. Has it got numbers as well? Uh, no, just letters, weirdly. Just letters. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Mario, what are you thinking? Um, just counting if it's the same... Hold on. Is it the same number of letters as we can fill in in the gaps? Like, can we just grab those letters as random as they are and chuck them in that letterpress thing? Uh, but that, yes, or... we can. <clears throat> but yeah. yeah, it's 13, right? I think yes. Jamie said yeah. there's, yeah, there's several alphabets worth. Uh, are there 13 alphabets worth? or Right, but there's 13 gaps. Yeah. Sorry, there's 13 yeah, gaps yeah. in that zigzag thing, and there's 13 letters in that weird message we just got. Oh, yes. Yes, okay. Uh, so starting from the left, Jamie, moving to the right, could we put in the empty slots mm. T-I-S-N-W-E-G-T-E-E-O-H-V? Um, so how are you doing it? Sorry. So starting at the top left and then following that sort of zigzag, putting those in. Yeah. So following the zigzag, I'm uh, just no, my finger, no, no, which no. is a bad. Ah, no. Let's the, do it the other the row, way. Uh, yeah. Oh, row, you've got row, four row. gaps at the top. Yeah. Your boat. You've got four rows at the top. <laughs> oh, sorry. Four yes. gaps at the top. Six in the middle and three at the bottom. And the the words. Yeah. So top row is T I S N. Middle row is W E G T E E, and bottom row is O H V. And we can read the zigzag. Beautiful. You. Hope it makes it. Certainly up. can. So you put uh, those oh, in, TISN yeah. in the top row, W-E-G-T-E-E in the second row, and O-H-V in the Ooh. bottom row. So it looks a little something like that. Okay. Uh, two, 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 eight, eight seven. seven. Aha! There it is. Very <laughs> nice. Let's chuck it in the three digits. <laughs> uh, you put 287 into the little three-digit lock. The lock pops open, and the lever swings lazily into position. You can now man the, the weight to press the, the letters into the ink on the paper. Cool. So do we want to... But what do we want to... I mean... Yeah. Uh, well, so, I mean, we can say any old shit, right? We've just, we've got... Oh, no, we need to say something subtle. But salacious. so fil- filthy. Um, <laughs> Pope Eugene... How filthy is this podcast allowed to go? <laughs> Pope Eugene pooped his knickers today. The... <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. The laundry should... Charge. Clean him. In my <laughs> of charge, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. We're a very, very clean podcast, so let's see if we can go like six. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Need to earn that explicit tag. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cooked his pants. Yeah. Love um, it. Well, uh, let's just, uh, is there something else? Do we think there's something with the elements, or do we think that was those are just um, 
shiny colored herrings uh well we got the gold into the thing yeah we've used the chemical symbols already that's true have we used pbs have we that's a good point yeah well we did the numbers didn't we oh no we didn't no because that didn't work and we haven't smelted anything yet no Um, so we probably can we smelt those elements into something interesting jamie are we missing any letters uh, no, you have complete several complete alphabets. I wonder if we need to put um, like all the lead, tin, and antimony into the smelter or something because those are the three that we've got letters for. Mm. Um, Good old alchemy, love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll get more gold. <laughs> I don't know. We already have some, but um, yeah, yeah. Can we can we take a look at the antimony because I have no idea what antimony looks like. Uh, yeah, you. it looks like a metal. Uh, if I was Ooh. in the business of Googling it, it would look like a description that I would give you based on its Google description. <laughs> I a see. lustrous grey metalloid. That, what Tony said. Metalloid? <laughs> that sounds like something from a Jack Vance novel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is very shiny. It is. Oh, hello, crystals. We can draw whatever we want. We've got like this little um, thing that we can draw any symbols mm-hmm. we set up, right? And then I assume we smelt and pour something into that. So we don't just have to make letters. We can do whatever Pretty we much. want with it. Oh, do we do like a picture or yeah. something to go with this? Like a kind of a pressing. Like a, what's the word? Is there a space for an image on the on the press for a woodcut type oh. thing? You, or a plate. You plate do print. see that there is a, there's a space in sort of the top right corner of the, of the newspaper, uh, the newsprint. In the frame, um, that would fit a single character or a single um, a single character, one single thing. It's sort of detached from the rest of the the woods on that that page. Hmm. Hmm. True. So there's some kind of symbol we've got to generate. Um, yeah. Is it like the Pope's official seal or something like P, of that ilk? The the P with the cross keys. That's the yeah. seal of the Pope, isn't it? Who? Again, didn't know that. Yeah, I think that's what it is. I think it's like the St. Peter's, you know, like cross keys because he's at the gates, whatever, and he was the first pope. Hmm. There you go. Pope, cool. pope facts. Um, <laughs> so that's why they have me on this show. Jamie, could you, <laughs> Jamie, could you rerun really quickly what um, uh, Mr. Gutenberg said in his thick German accent before he went upstairs? Uh, yeah, he, he said to uh, me that you needed to, to create the next edition of the front page of the Mains Gazette. It had to contain some very salacious uh, gossip nice. about Pope Eugene, uh, but it had to be subtle. Couldn't be too obvious. Otherwise, the Inquisition would come down and rain hell upon you all. Hmm. And then fucked up to tuck into his authentic German hot pot. With peas and carrots. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think there's probably something else in the room that tells us... Um, what we need to put what symbol we need to make we have a tube delivery chute which you can presumably use as a kind of hint delivery system Mm. so we can always ask Mr Gutenberg via a what I now acknowledge to be slightly farty note up the tube Mm. (laughs) (laughs) how much time have we got Jamie? nine minutes remaining Mm. not too bad not too bad maybe we should ask Okay, um, I'd like to scribble a note, please, on one of those spare bits of uh, parchment uh, to the effect of, can you give us a hint about the symbol and put it up Gutenberg's fart tube? Uh, certainly. Well, where are you getting the paper from? Uh, I think you said there was a stack on the press earlier. Uh, 
Yes, uh, yeah. So the, the stack, the stack you get on that printing press, um, they're sort of full of blank pages that are ready for printing. And when you start to take the first one off, it'll spill out all over the floor. Uh, and at the bottom of said pile, ah. you spot a small scrap of paper. Oh, crikey. Oh, God. Okay. Um, yeah. Right. So make sure you mark any coded. This is an instruction from Mr. Gutenberg. <laughs> um, make sure you mark any coded messages with some kind of symbol. Any symbol so folk know the message is coded. Oh, I see. So then there is a series of uh, uh, code words here. So blessed is shagged. Led is eight. Gathered is shat. Addressed is jizzed. Visited spanked. Congregation mum. Devotees trousers. Parishioners dog. Faithful bread. People hat. Sit replace. Dance execute. Wobble exile. Sleep stab. Praise ignore. Um, so we need to fit some of these uh, words into. So we could say like uh, Pope Eugene blessed his congregation, which would translate to shagged his mum. <laughs> Uh, today <laughs> and then the something should something immediately so the the uh let's see spanked mum well, we can use a real word for that like the the clergy should <laughs> exile him or wobble him immediately okay so we just need to make any symbol um what sort of symbol do we want to do something that looks like a cross but it's actually a cock and balls <laughs> I, I yeah. wonder how, how long it would Giant take between that point A and point B and <laughs> did not disappoint them so pleased. Yeah, oh yeah. Look, Jamie, like you 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 it's an open goal, you know. <laughs> the time, um, time to dong was milliseconds then. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, cool. Well yeah, I mean you you, you guys could could pick the symbol. Yeah, we, I think just uh should, I love cock and balls. I think it's yeah, perfect. Yeah, Because it could be anything, right? If we draw it badly enough. Yeah, what about two of those, you know, those holy hand grenade style crozier what what do you call them? Tony, you'll know what they're called. <laughs> uh, sorry? Holy you know those like two holy ball things with the, like the little crucifixes on the top? They look like holy hand grenades. Do you mean like, like an orb? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, two of those. Like, I mean, there's a, yeah, and then two a of mighty those, star. And then a, and a scepter in the middle, yeah. Yeah. The symbols of yeah, office. Perfect. Beautiful. Yeah. Ex exactly. Exactly. The Pope's two orbs and scepter. Yeah. A Pope's I mean, scepter has like, a knob on the end, as the old song goes. As, as the old song goes. Um, cool. Yeah. And then I think we, yeah, we can pick, um, we, we can pick some funny words here. Uh, the, um, I keep on reading that as poor Eugene rather than Pope Eugene. Mm. Poor, poor Eugene. Eugene. I like the I like the original Pope one of Shatter's pants, so it could be Pope Eugene gathered his Gathered. I uh, mean addressed his parishioners is also sorry? quite good because that's jizzed his dog. <laughs> <laughs> jizzed his dog. <laughs> uh which has got a sort of a taste of the absurd to it. Um and then Love it. Uh yeah, and then I can't figure out what we should put in the last I mean ign praise i'm trying to make a sentence that makes sense but then you could always there. have the parishioners um should um sleep him immediately oh that doesn't make sense in uh in context no. does it well like one of them his his mum like his mum should execute him immediately the his the congregation should, should. should dance him <laughs> uh, <laughs> his mum should stab him immediately mm. <laughs> uh oh, but then sleep doesn't work in the in the syntax the word the sentry what's the word uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, so like the overthinking. Yeah, yeah I, possibly. The people, the readers will know what they. What it the readers will like. Know. What was the, realistically, what's the level of literacy at this point in Germany? I'd like. That's what I'd like to know. Quite low. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, let's say. 
blessed his congregation because that shagged his mum, and that it did feel like a good instinct. Yeah. And then the faith, uh, sorry, the parishioners should, um, I don't know, praise him immediately. Uh, Imagine getting praise, ignored by yeah. your dog. Just, yeah. How sad! Exactly. Okay. Sitting there with a shitty robe. So we're going horrible. We're casting. going with that. Yeah. yeah. The pope. The pope blessed his congregation. The parishioners should uh, praise him immediately. We'll go with that. And then we're going to smelt um, a sort of beautiful little pair of orbs and scepter uh, with the with the three elements we discussed with lead, tin and antimony. Cool. So you put lead, tin and antimony into the crucible, smelt it down to a lovely, thick, goopy, hot mess. Um, oh my goodness. <laughs> you, <laughs> you got you Jamie's can't. just addressed us. Um, <laughs> you, um, you carve a wonderfully detailed clerical cock and balls into uh, this little clay mould and you pour the metal into it. It hisses and fizzes as it cools instantly on the cold clay and you now have a perfectly shaped typeset character of a cock and balls. Holy, holy cock and balls. Into and the press with it. Put it into the press. Yeah, let's pull that lever. Uh, you pull the lever down. Yeah. Uh, it just puts like ink onto the metal type letters oh put paper in and you put paper in and you put the trunks <laughs> down uh you now have uh a fully printed version of the mains gazette oh, i've just realized that we even with the gutenberg press we had a no paper error just <laughs> uh... <laughs> very good uh cool into the tube right, can we send it yeah. up the delivery tube yeah sure uh, so with the front page of the Mains Gazette printed, you march over to the tube delivery service and post the parchment through. You hear it get sucked off into the ether and a vague, farty, squirty whiff uh, escaping as you do. You very, qu- you very quickly hear footsteps running down the stairs and Gutenberg bursts into the workshop. That's absolutely fucking belting that. Wait till we take a hundred copies of this and send it all around Christendom. His cries of triumph are quickly muted by the sound of a flaming arrow that bursts through the workshop and embeds itself into the stack of parchment, igniting it on contact. Oh, fuck, it's Tinquisition. Time for these birds to fly. Right, I'll go left, you go right. Can't kill Tinquisition. us all He shakes his fist with a newspaper touched in a death grip. 26 soldiers made a letter we conquered the fucking world, my friends. He disappears down the side alley and outside the workshop. You hear the sounds of soldiers grow louder as the workshop around you continues to burn. Your only choice is to leg it out the workshop and in the opposite direction from Gutenberg. As soon as you leave the workshop, you hear the cries of, There are the heathens! We shall overpower them with our surprise, fear, ruthless efficiency, and almost fanatical dedication to the Pope and nice red uniforms. You take off down the nearest alleyway, the stench of smoke in your nostrils and the shrill cries of the Spanish Inquisition ringing in your ears. <laughs> to be continued. And you have solved my puzzle. Congratulations. Wow. Very good. Good one, mate. Oh, nice amazing. One. With that was three nice. and a half minutes to spare as well. You did really well. Look at that. Nice. To be honest, we spent most of the last 10 minutes just debating which route yeah. I was still going to be fair, I was hoping so. that, was, that was the case, to be fair. I wanted you to give a bit of a sandbox to play, and that was mostly why I gave you 40 minutes rather than 30. <laughs> Smart. Uh, give yeah, give him some fun. Put a, him, I was hoping you'd do cock and balls. I was not disappointed. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> I was, a part of me was genuinely expecting you to have a pre-prepared illustration of a cock and balls to go into the chat. Oh, and correctly put yeah. it. I should have done that. But I didn't think of it being a, okay. a holy cock and balls, so that's, that's pretty damn good. When you announce the episode, you can like have one beautifully rendered, like as an old Gutenberg. That's, mm. that's not a bad idea. <laughs> there's, there's definitely a Photoshop filter for that. Oh yeah. 
Gutenberg cock and balls. This... Oh, yeah, yeah, the Gutenberg filter. Yeah. I was thinking, like, the, the holy cock and balls filter. <laughs> just like, oh. You don't have it on your My phone. dog. No, he's a cock and balls. <laughs> oh, there's probably a filter for that. You're right. It's going to be one of those AI ones. Five, yeah. five minutes on TikTok, you'll find it. So that's it for this episode. Come on, join us next week at the Gutenberger Grill and Tap House, where we'll have a drink and a little chat about the room, what we just did. If you enjoyed this episode, then please leave us a review on your podcasting platform of choice, because we like us, we hope you like us, and we want more people to like us. And it's the best way to get the word out about our little corner of the internet. We love you lots, and we'll see you next time on the Infinite Escape Room. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.